0: This is Brothers of Ash, a podcast that explores how Christian doctrine should be lived out in fellowship from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Jack. We are back again for episode 14 on Free Willy. Free Willy. Free Willy. This is where I'll insert <laughs> the,
1: the music. Huh? This is where I'll insert the music uh, of when yeah. Willy goes over Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah so that's there's on like free four on there? of them. There's four of them. I there's forgot the song title. There's like three or four of them. It's Four ridiculous or Free as wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: We were at a friend's house tonight, and we, uh, uh, the Disney Plus app came on, and all the kids oh were like, <laughs> losing their minds. <laughs> I, was, I was telling Justin, I was like, I was like, it is a false god. It is a false god.
1: Uh, as, as many of you can tell, or whoever's probably not even on watching us, <laughs> we are live. Yeah, we're recording this one live right now yeah. on our Facebook group, Brothers yeah. of Ash. Yep, and a whole zero people are watching this right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My son just woke it. up, so maybe he'll come up and watch with us. Yeah, um, yeah so today, uh, Free Willy is our little nickname of this podcast, but we are going to talk about free will and um, what we know it is, what we, what we know that it is, uh, what the Bible says We know that, that it what it is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but basically, we're just going to talk about the topic of free will, and I'm um, going to get knee-deep in that. Uh, as always, we usually start with the 1689, and
0: Jack's got it open. Yep, and this is the modern English it version. So oh, this okay. is going to be, so this isn't going to be, thou dost know Sh- Show them the cover so they can see. So thou, <clears throat> so that's going to be the modern page English 26. over there. Yes, page Real. 26. Page 26. So this isn't... We came prepared this time. The these Chad. and those. Oh, I've got some stuff prepared, too. Do's and dos we'll and das. Um, okay, so <laughs> chapter nine is on free... Just titled Free Will. So we have five paragraphs. So it says... Uh, paragraph one, it says, God has endowed humans uh, with... Uh, will with natural liberty and power to act on choices... so so that it is neither forced nor nor inherently bound by nature to do good or evil. And then paragraph two says, Humanity in a state of innocence had freedom and power to to will and to do what was good and well-pleasing to God. Yet this condition was unstable so that humanity could fall from it. Uh, Humanity, by falling into a state of sin, has completely lost all ability to choose any spiritual good that accompanies salvation. Thus... People, are, are people in their natural state are absolutely opposed to spiritual good and dead in sin so that they cannot convert themselves by their own strength or prepare themselves for conversion. That's heresy, Patrick. Um, <laughs> uh, so when God converts sinners and transforms them into the state of grace, he frees them from their bondage uh, to sin and by his grace alone enables them to will and to freely uh And to do freely what is spiritually good. Yet because of their remaining corruption, they do not perfectly nor exclusively will what is good, but also will what is evil. And then the last paragraph, only in the state of glory is the will made perfectly and unchangeably free toward good alone. So that is on free will from the 1689. Uh, There is many, many, I mean, you guys can see those proof texts right there too. So... Many proof texts on that, Um, so yeah, that's what that says on that.
1: Let me see that real fast. Okay. So So
2: you have creation. Yep. And we exist with God. He made us, um, Mm -hmm. and uh, in the presence of God, uh, everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. And what was that saying in that in,
1: in that section, like? During creation, like we basically humanity in the state of innocence had freedom and power to do right. So we had will and to do what was good and well pleasing to God.
0: Right, and then so Adam and Eve had perfect what we would say free will at that point in time. Okay, I would say yes. And then did they that had, define free will they itself, had, or is
2: it defining free will in different points? I think of, it's
0: I think it's defining free will uh, to the point of creation and then to the point after the fall. So okay. it's not the same thing, yeah. Because right now we're still in we're dealing. The fall. Yeah, we're dealing with basically. Adam had one job and he blew that for us. So right, thanks, Adam. <laughs> Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> so in this point, because uh, then it started talking about coming to know Jesus, yeah, and how something changes there mm-hmm. once you come to know Jesus. But, yeah. but before that, if you don't know Jesus, uh, do you have free will?
0: So what it says, so basically it says that we basically God gives us humanity, this natural liberty and power to act on choices. So that is neither forced nor inherently bound by any nature to do good and evil. So that's just making choices like, okay, should I buy a car? Mm. Should I get this loan at 5.4% interest rate? <laughs> that's what I'm assuming that is. Right. Right. And then you have, um, it goes even further into humanity by falling into a state of sin has completely lost all ability to choose any spiritual good that accompanies salvation. So I would say that's what we're talking about in free. will, Mm -hmm. where there's a, uh, and maybe it, there's a, what we call compatibilism, Mm -hmm. uh, within like reformed Baptist circles where, uh, or we call it like a different name. I can pull it up, but basically what we're talking about is, The fact that um, God's predetermination and his uh, meticulous providence are compatible with voluntary choice. So they're like two, they're two tracks on a railroad. So you have like God's sovereignty, man's responsibility. Right. And there's that tension there because they're two tracks. And then we won't see that eclipsed until I think eternity to come when we're with God to completely understand that mm-hmm. how those two things work out.
2: So as I am in Christ right now, I can see a little bit of that. Yeah, but not
0: entirely. Yeah, because the I would I would say that the Holy Spirit gives you the ability to make the right decisions and choices. Oh, okay.
2: Now, outside of knowing Jesus, I don't have that ability. Yeah. My 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 only like I'm basically uh, how do you say that? Dead. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dead. But like, uh, what was I reading earlier? I'll have to find it. But 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 just that state of mind is interesting because because basically what's happening is that if you're outside of Jesus, you're incapable of doing anything that glorifies God. Is that true? Yeah. Because like, I instantly when I like read and comprehend and struggle through that, I would, like, that
0: imi- I would say that we I would say there's a difference between doing good and then imaging God though. Okay. So yeah. like a
2: non-Christian obviously can do good. We yeah. see that all the right. time. Right. Sure. right. But they're not but imaging things, God. But those like, But those, those are usually are,
1: self-serving for themselves of their own of their own re- like like no matter Christians, what to the core right, of their As Christians being, Well as Christians I mean obviously um You know, God has created us, so we have we have attributes of Him, right? Right, right, because we're made in His image. We're a little like Him. So we're, but we're not little gods. Let's just clarify that real fast. Exactly. um, But uh, you know, we we are going to mirror Him at times, even as sinners Mm -hmm. or saved or not saved. We're going to show, be able to give those, you know, be do right by you know by others. You know, Mm -hmm. whether you're saved or not. But at the end of the day, when you do that. Most most of the time, when you're dead in your sin, you're going to turn to yourself and be like, you know what? I did a great job right there. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy. I so I'll praise myself rather than turn to God and praise Him mm-hmm. and what He's done. Does that make sense? Yeah, but but then even like back to what
2: Jack was saying, mm-hmm. even being saved, I think that we can still do that. Oh, just was, yeah, just
1: because we're actively
2: sinners, yeah. we're not mm-hmm. made fully right. perfect in right. in God mm-hmm. like we will be in eternity.
1: Um, so that's interesting. Well, I so, think that's why it's you. It's important that when we're praying, we're we're constantly seeking out Christ and going like, "Help me to make my will, make your will my will, mm-hmm. not but you know, may mm-hmm. your will be done and not mine, you know, at yeah. all times, so that I, that you may get the glory at the end. I mean, mm-hmm. regardless, I mean, God will get glory, but our we should strive. I don't want to say it, it sounds like a work-based thing. I don't mean it to sound like that, but we should work out our salvation in a way that constantly is an effort to glorify God and everything we do with our choices, how we do with our wives, with our, you know, friends, with our children, you know, coworkers, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was, basically what I was trying to do is like, you know, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. No, yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) Just the timeline of free will and how it changes of like, you know, mm-hmm. at creation, yeah. and then at the fall, and then you know, uh, up until Jesus comes, and now Jesus is here, and um, so it kind of changes, and now we're waiting to be made perfect, essentially, when Jesus yeah. returns. Like the different parts of free will, does that make sense? I'm tr- I'm trying to follow you. Maybe 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 it's uh... what I guess. <clears throat> what is each of our definitions of free will? Because yeah, like before before we get to the biblical definition, mm-hmm. which is honestly where you start, but yeah. I yeah. mean, where do you get Way to, to go, 16, Chad. That's close enough, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me just read this then first. Okay, so this is from um, uh, Desiring God um, website. It says, mm-hmm. the bi- th- this is a this is what John Piper says, is sure, a, yeah, is a sure, biblical sure. definition yeah. of free will. It says, uh, and, and, and this is a second definition he gave. Uh, a second definition of free will reflected in the language of Jesus and Paul is this. The human will is free when it is not in bondage to prefer and choose irrationally. It is free when it is liberated from preferring what is infinitely less preferable than God and from choosing what will lead to destruction. Uh, The opposite of this view would be that such irrational preferences and suicidal choices should be called freedom. Based on this definition, only those who are born again have free will. This is the way Jesus saw the idea of freedom in John 8.32, where it says, You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And this is the way Paul talks about freedom in Romans 6. Thanks, thanks be to God that you, who were once slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you are committed, and having been uh, set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. So Romans 6.17-18.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that yeah. necessarily. There's just I a mean, lot going on there, so it's yeah. like hard for
2: me to unpack. Yeah, I mean, so, his definition is literally like five sentences. So what,
0: what, I think what John Piper is getting to is the crux of like bondage, the mm. bondage of the will, and the bondage of the will is we're slaves to sin, uh-huh. and our will is only made complete or free when God has basically given us a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone remove okay. the heart of stone, giving us a heart mm. of flesh. Um, now if we're talking about free will in the sense of like making choices. Yeah. See, that's okay, where like, whatever
2: I feel like, okay. So when I was, uh, <laughs> when I first moved up here and started going to the church, we went to, I, we, I started a Bible study with a group of guys mm-hmm. and this is where we like started getting into the thick of like theology yeah. and where I kind of shaped my theology. And, uh, it's kind of changed since then. Um, but uh basically like at that point my understanding of free will when when the when when we talked about free will was just that was the matter of do you have the free will to make every single choice or is um, god orchestrating everything that you're doing the yeah. whole the whole mm. crazy Cage stage argument of Calvinism of like you know you're you're all just a bunch of robots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that
0: Armenians would use against Calvinists. Like exactly, you're a bunch of robots. Which I would say no, that's not a correct, balanced, um, reformed, monergistic view of what we know free will to be. I mean, if you even look back to this in Genesis, uh, Joseph says on his death deathbed, he said, you know, you he's talking to his brothers, you meant it for evil but God meant it for good. There's a mystery in that, mm-hmm. in that sense of that they had the freedom to basically throw uh, their brother into the pit, but God sovereignly is looking mm-hmm. over that in that sense. Um, but I think it goes back to Augustine, what he says, where he talks about, we don't have what, we, what he calls royal liberty. So this is what he, he basically pushed up against with <clears throat> Pelagius or Pelagianism, mm-hmm. which is, our works will just will, will save us. You know, mm-hmm. our actions will save us. You know, we can will ourselves into God's kingdom. Okay. And Augustine's like, no, we don't, There's we no can't way. do that. Mm-hmm. Like we're not pure enough. We're, we're not like God. We don't have those abilities. Um, so God gives us, bestows to us what we would say, royal liberty and the fact that he gives us a new heart. He takes out the heart of stone and gives us the heart of flesh. And then we would say our will would probably be made more like his, but not complete, I would say. Mm. Um, so, So on the sense of like, can we make choices like here on earth that are good? Yes. If you want to call that free will, that's okay. Like if you want to just like make choices, like, You know, am I going to eat Chick Fil A or am I going to eat a salad today? Okay, yeah,
2: (laughs) closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday.
0: (laughs) Um, I mean, okay, if you want to call that free will, fine. But if you want to get into the weeds of it, of like, can we will can we save ourselves? Can we make the decision to save ourselves? I would say absolutely not. No. Yeah. Can we make Can we make decisions? Sure, we can make decision decisions and choices that help us and aid us, but. I don't we definitely cannot make the decision to just get into God's family because yeah. we gotta look at our doctrine and our doctrine says regeneration pre er, uh precedes faith, meaning that you have you're regenerated inside mm. God gives you a new heart and then your faith precedes that regeneration, mm. so um no, it's not like you know, does my actions turn on the light bulb of faith or does God turn on the light bulb of faith through regeneration? Yeah,
2: and the reason why, like, that whole thing was so important to me was because I had other people in my life at that time that uh, were strongly saying that, um, you know, God presented himself to
1: them and they chose to accept him.
0: Like the hands,
1: like, out of the water kind of thing. God reaches down, I reach up kind of. Yeah, like you,
2: like you have a part in it, yeah. and, yeah. and 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 like me, like I have a strong conviction that um, that once God reveals Himself to you, that I'm gonna get one of the five points, but irresistible grace mm-hmm. is absolutely true. Yeah, like mm. I mean, as soon as God tells you and shows you who He is and who, what Jesus did and what your sin does to Him and the eternal weight of that, like if you actually know that truth. You have, there's no decision that you're going to make. Like, you accept the grace from God and that love. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that one could stand there and say no or even say that you're making a decision. It's really just an epiphany. Like, God saved me. What, yeah. What a, and I that?
0: would say that, I mean, you have to look at this in a very Trinitarian way, too. Mm-hmm. So, God the Father elects his people, right? He elects the people. We don't know that number. We don't know who they are. He elects his people. He gives that people to the Son, to Jesus Christ. Jesus dies for them. This is what we call definite or limited atonement. Hmm. Dies for them on the cross, in their place for their sins. And the Holy Spirit then basically enters into those people's lives uh, as God has so chosen to do so from you know, in eternity past and mm-hmm. now is working that out in eternity future. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at it very Trinitarian like, or else, um, John Calvin even says, uh, predestination is going to be a labyrinth without Jesus. Mm-hmm. He said that, and it's going to be even mm-hmm. more of a labyrinth if you don't have the Holy spirit in there either. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the power of God. That's the, that's his presence in our lives mm-hmm. to work out a more completed will, if you will. So yeah, I know (laughs) puns, puns galore right there. So, um, that's, that, that would be my, yeah, I don't, I mean, anybody who, I don't know. Then we get into the other thing of God's wrath and the reprobates. That's an even, yeah. So reprobates are, are the people that are, um, you know, you get into the Romans eight and nine language of God has made, you know, certain cups for glory, and then he's made other cups or other vessels for wrath. Right. But he's made those things to glorify himself, either in the saving of or in the destruction of. Right. Yeah. He's still getting glory in that. Yeah. And some people are going like reprobate. So he does. So what does that mean? And it's like, well, he still made you in his image, but you're going to get wrath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and chose
2: not for. Uh,
0: Ooh, Ooh mm. there you go. Yeah. You're not of the elect. You better watch yourself. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, but I I, that's not my decision to make. I can't right. say you're not of the elect.
2: Yeah. Because I right. can't,
0: because right. I'm not God, A, and I'm not working out his plan of salvation, as we right. know that, in real space and time. So yeah.
2: Yeah, I just remember that time in my life I was very aggressive because it was very. Oh like, yeah, you were. I was like uh, <laughs> 23, uh, just getting out of the army. And oh, you were cage stage. I was cage stage. <laughs> started going to Mars Hill, and <laughs> which which uh, increases yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mean, <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that. Well, it was like getting a shot of steroids, basically, yes. you know. And yep. and so then you know you lost a lot of love there, and uh, I actually you know in thinking of this podcast uh, episode. Um, this summer, uh, went camping with some, uh, friends and not Jack or I, no, all. of course not. No. Not um, us. We're not loved. You guys might make it on the list next year. <laughs> <laughs> not important. No, I don't care. Anyways. Uh, but we had a conversation about free will and I quickly like fell into the aggressiveness of started it. started
0: itching yourself. Yeah. And, and and, <laughs> and, and I was like, like Cletus from
2: Dave, come yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> And like I went too far sovereignty, and then,
0: sovereignty. <laughs> and then had, to, had to
2: apologize because I think a lot of people are just sensitive to what you're talking about. You know, oh, yeah. There, there are, I mean, obviously extremely sensitive to yeah. the fact that, um, I mean, it is fact that uh, I don't know how many or no one does, but there's going to be a lot of people that face the wrath of God, um, which is really sad and, mm-hmm. and should make it even more apparent for us to share, uh, you know, the truth to, with them. Um, but yeah, so I mean, even like it still creeps in today. Like, like I have my passion Mm -hmm. for my belief, Mm -hmm. but also I need to be careful and how I deliver that and share that.
0: Yeah. I would say even just shut up. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think this is how all reformed people get lost in that is that they forget the grace that was bestowed onto them and they act out very ungracious like. Yeah. So, well, um, you just shared a meme.
1: Oh, my Where the dudes are punching each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll share it. It's Uh, hilarious. We'll
0: we'll share that in the show notes. But it's basically it says reform people on one guy's just like shirt and he's just getting punched right in the <laughs> face. The other guy's punching him. It says reform people. The other guy, it says reform people and he has a bag of popcorn just <laughs> oh, watching wow. it. So it's like, yeah, that's depravity. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, I mean, we often forget the grace that's been bestowed to us yeah. and it's pretty easy for us to do that when we're so zealous and yeah. passionate for something. Yeah uh when we get you know that new shiny toy on christmas right we just want to play with it all day
1: well instead of us being like the happy people like we should be the happiest oh, like we yeah. should be the most joyful yeah. out of everybody being like calvinist like, or or at least being more reformed i guess in our in our beliefs so yeah. we should be more joyful but yet instead what we do is we like you said we just become almost cage stage in a weird way we, we get just like wanna... super aggressive because it's like, how do you not see this? How do you like? I want you so bad to understand this, but then it starts becoming unloving, and then you become impatient with people, and it's it's uh, and then it's just a slippery slope <clears throat> from there. For yeah. those
2: that don't know, Jack, what's cage stage?
0: Cage stage is the stage in Will you which you put a cage on a stage. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Ca- cage you. stage is the the point in which you have been, um. I'm not going to say illuminated, but you have come to the point of understanding um, Calvinism or Reformed or monergistic theology, and you become so zealous and so outgoing, and you're trying to convert everybody into Calvinists instead of converting everybody into Christians, that you need to be put into a cage. So that's what we call the cage stage. And I also envision it as like, you're like, (laughs) you're you're acting
2: like you're in the freaking octagon and you're taking everybody out (laughs) and and you're like forcing, like you're arm barring them to believe what
0: you're saying. Yeah. It's just, it's really, Ooh boy. It's tough to see that a lot of the times, um, when people are just super cage stage Mm -hmm. and you're just like, just shut up, dude. You don't, you don't, you're not at the sage stage where you need to be at. Mm you know, you just need to be quiet. You just need to internalize the grace that you've been given. Yeah. And then do what James tells us to do, which is be slow to speak, slow to anger. Like you just need to be in that. And then also kind of what Paul says to Timothy, it says the Lord's servant must not quarrel, but must be, uh, gentle to everyone able to teach and uh, and be patient Instructing his opponents with gentleness, hmm. perhaps God will grant them repentance, leading to them to the knowledge of the truth. So, I would just say that's kind of your go-to right there. So, mm-hmm. but
1: hmm. uh, so can I just um, say yeah, yeah, that ahead, I Byron. appreciate everybody that's not following us right now live. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we like last minute decided yeah. to throw this live on our Facebook page. And, uh, is this
0: on our Facebook page live? Yeah. I can't so brothers, see oh really? Yeah. For some reason. Oh, yeah. I could,
1: I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Byron had it up. He's looking at himself. No, I was watching you drink. I was watching you drink something, cup <laughs> or a coffee.
0: Oh,
2: brother. Uh, so on that same article on Desiring God, there's a uh, he gives a technical definition. Okay. i to read that. The more technical definition of free will that some people use is this. We have free will if we are ultimately or decisively self-determining, and the only preferences and choices that we can be held accountable for are ones that are ultimately or decisively self-determined. The key word here is ultimate or decisive. The point is not just that choices are self-determined, but that the self is the ultimate or decisive determiner. The opposite Mm. of this definition would be that God is the only being who is ultimately self-determining, and... Is himself ultimately the disposer of all things, including all choices, however many or diverse other intervening causes are. Okay, it's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a
2: little bit. You gotta. It gets. It gets a little um, interesting at the end because. Uh, you know, he said the opposite definition would be that God is the only being who's ultimately self-determining in him and self-ultimately mm-hmm. disposer of all things, including all choices. Yeah. So that's God, a bold is, God is the only Jack. one
0: that has free will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I would agree with that. I like, that's right. not, that's not a, I mean, I would agree with that. Some people would say, uh, and they kind of fall back into their theological track. I think, well, oh, we do that as best we can too. But I'd say that God has, is the only freest being ever to live. Uh, uh-huh. And or to exist yeah. right, at all ever like yeah. humans. We don't, like I said, we don't have Royal Liberty mm-hmm. like God has, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus is King hashtag yeah. Kanye. Um, <laughs> so he has the Royal Liberty. <laughs> That's There's like the <laughs> So he has the Royal, the only Royal Liberty and he bestows that to us, I think in salvation. Now that doesn't mean we have like, God gives us this epiphany of choice, but I think that God regenerates us, and then we respond back to Him in faith. Mm-hmm. That's just the act then the mystery of Him giving us a new heart, which I don't think we'll ever really know until we get to heaven and actually like get that revealed to us. So mm-hmm. I think there is and there does need to be this mystery behind how we have become illuminated to the understanding of who God is and uh, how He poured out His love to us in us by His Holy Spirit. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. what are your thoughts Byron
2: good <laughs> everything's good everything's good <laughs> it's been great everything yeah. is awesome <laughs> baseball river
1: uh, <laughs> well sorry that your
0: kids don't do anything <laughs> 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 they get potty trained actually Blake right? just, yeah he's potty trained <laughs> now <laughs> he's doing big
2: things yeah
0: wearing Past underwear that. now wearing underwear
1: now all my now. kids <laughs> been wearing those <laughs> no that's uh, actually a really cool thing yeah, it's actually a really good thing. So what? But, but I think that I think like even just you talk about how God has ultimate free will. I think it's the foolishness and the arrogantness of humans to always think or always want what God has and thinks that we're entitled to have who He is because we're made in His image. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. we always want to be, we always want to have our hand in in our salvation or sure. into something. We always want to be. God did that for me. He did that, but. I, you know I kind of did that too yeah you know like I he needed my
0: help synergism y- yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's like
1: it's this constant like he gives and then but I kind of you know I kind of work that too you know I kind of pull mm. like this well don't you want to save me I'm good enough to be saved you know or well I did all these great things you know so we're always just that earning earning and earning and earning that's, that's we're just constantly wanting to yeah. have part in everything that
0: God does so yeah mm. I saw a quote today on social media that I thought was pretty good, actually. It said, I didn't accept Jesus into my heart. He just gave me a new one. Mm. I'm like, that's pretty good right there. (laughs) Um, um, Which I think is the typical, stereotypical American evangelical. So Jesus isn't your co-pilot? No. (laughs) He ain't my Chewbacca. (laughs) He ain't my... uh, Smokey and the Bandit. No Baby Yoda. No Baby Yoda. <laughs> Spoiler alert for all the Disney <laughs> Plus fans. Now we just messed them up right now. Um, Everyone should be on to episode yeah. two by now. We are, I mean, what it was basically like what Joel said today. We are. Joel, who? Pastor yeah. Joel. Okay, I just want to make church. sure Pastor right. Joel. Pastor Joel Brown in oh, church. Who is. Well, you guys hey, mentioned Kanye hey, just hey, a hey, second hey. ago. I just sort want to of make sure that. Pastor yeah, Joel yeah. Brown <laughs> is going to be our guest next episode or uh-huh. on Sunday. Yeah, so on prayer, which yeah. I have a book. We're just going to pray the entire time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but, um, no, I mean, that's, uh, you were going to say, that. He, yeah, he's so, that. uh, basically he's talking about how God is, God is the King. We are the stewards. Mm. Um, and unfortunate, it's sad and unfortunate to see, Some reformed, quote unquote, reformed Christians think that we are the kings, Mm. uh, have this weird view that we are kings now and we need to raise these kids that don't like submit to anybody or are not humble. It's weird. I don't know. That's
1: really weird. Yeah. Who would raise their kid in that way? I have names. Okay, I'm sure, I'm sure I have you guys names that just I can saying, Like, drop, that's just, like that's but just, I want to be gracious yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. But I'm just saying, like, that's so. that's so weird to me to think that you would teach your kids or raise your kids. It's like in this like self entitlement.
0: Oh, it's yeah, it's bad, man. It there's that's a so, whole, there's a whole weird. wave of people right now that have this weird. um eschatology would say so oh, okay. understanding of the last times i think I in which they are, they are, are like know. we're the kings and mm. if you're not acting in this kingly way then you're then you're raising kids to be payons mm. or like i don't paons? know yeah so instead of this teaching weird your language. kids to be
1: submissive to the king you're raising them to think that they are kings
0: yeah which is very counter gospel i would say yeah very like
1: jumping on the train of like like
2: you're like you're like you're Christ-like so you can be ooh, I, don't, Christ Christ-like.
0: I, don't, I don't know I don't like, know like, how the train they're jumping on? I don't know I mean, how they justify it but mm-hmm. I've heard very just not biblical statements at all from them mm-hmm. like some guys have said when you look at the Christian family you should be looking at the end of the world I'm like what what it's it's this weird It's this weird kind of like pseudo Reformed Mormonistic <laughs> mm. I don't know like These guys Great. aren't saying that they're gods But yeah. they're saying that they're quote unquote kings And that me raising and producing More children will bring and usher In the kingdom of God That's what they're huh. f- essentially saying Which is like uh, last time I checked Jesus comes in whenever he wants to Because he's sent by the father So yeah. Um, so again, that, who that whole man thing will mean to constantly
1: bring we want to have some well, yeah. kind of part of something. Yeah. Like, it's you yeah. know, it's, if I just will this enough, they'll you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, that's man.
0: So yeah, I would mm-hmm. say that's how free will kind of worked itself out in a bad way. Yeah. Where we we take the freedom that we've been given by Christ, and now we think that we can abuse that freedom by saying that we're better than servants or we're better than this, and it's like the I mean Paul was saying he was a slave to Christ he was a slave to righteousness all the time and it's mm-hmm. like we need to have the correct view here or we're gonna act like we're all that in a bag of chips and we're really not right so well, I mean what,
1: even used to use Paul I mean even Jesus says that he came not to to uh oh, of course not I forgot it <laughs> <a> <laughs> he, came, no, he came he <laughs> came came not to be served, but to serve, you know? Yeah. You know, and that's, again, that humbleness. Of, well, look,
0: look at the last, I mean, the last hours that Jesus is with his disciples, what is he doing? Yeah, washing he's their feet. serving, serving them. them. Yeah. He's not saying, I'm, he, he's very much saying that I'm the servant king. Right. And he's demonstrating that. He's not yeah. just saying, I'm the king. Thus, right. going now wash my feet yeah, only. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I feel like a lot of Christians, or a lot of people in the quote-unquote reform camp are doing that right now, and it's just hmm. arrogance, yeah, I foolishness.
1: Would, uh, I would say that. So, um,
2: so how are we to act, uh, you know, with this free will? Like, like what is the, what is the path forward? Like, I feel hmm. if you guys agree, like, have we talked about definition and what the Bible says hmm. and. Um, obviously number one with the 1699 says, uh, just kidding. Yeah. The Bible is the only standard.
0: I I was just checking you guys, you know, just making sure. This is like the cliff notes. All right. These are cliff notes of the Bible. Just just to be clear. (laughs) These are like helpful
1: reinforcements. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: great. Yeah. No, but like the, the question would be to, to drive us toward like first understanding free will. Um, but now, uh, like what are we to do? uh, moving forward in our lives to daily apply it, if you will, or how do we utilize?
0: Hmm. That's, I would say maybe it comes back to salvation, the nature of salvation in a certain way and understanding it and appreciating it better. Mm -hmm. Because when I know that I have the only thing Jonathan Edwards once said, the only thing necessary to my salvation was the sin that made salvation possible because Christ died for my sin. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I contribute to my salvation is my sin. Yeah, um, which is crazy to think about because I give nothing to God. It's all God who's doing that. Yeah, and that should that mm. should give us way more gratefulness in our lives, and understanding that and appreciating that in our lives, because that will flow through everything, like it's all from God. Like, God gives us all these things, and then in his grace, too, he asks us to be stewards of those things. Kind of like what Pastor Joel Brown, Joel Brown, was saying this on Sunday. He was like, you're the steward of God's stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. God's
0: time, God's stuff that he's given you, this planet, everything. You are the steward of it. So, sorry. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. So, I would think that understanding just even free will... yeah. Can give you a better, more grateful appreciation for what God gives you mm-hmm. in giving you a new heart—not a heart of stone, but a heart of flesh—and then also what He's called you to now, which is be a steward of that. Mm-hmm. So,
2: what do you think of Byron?
0: No, I agree. Man, <laughs> that, how do you? So it's like it's like you know when you no, go... I'm going for, no. What no, you're no thinking. I'm, I'm just, just thinking like what I'm thoughts just thoughts thinking
1: like man mm-hmm. like you need like a gospel track behind that. Like, <laughs> that's like, he's, I mean, the thing is, it's like when you're in prayer, right. And you're in a group and you're like, okay, let's pray. And yeah. then you prayed about something and we're just praying about one thing. And everybody's keeps saying the same thing. And you're just like, I, you've all said it. Like, I don't like, that's good. Like yeah, I, yeah. I totally in agreement with that. Like, yeah.
0: yeah. I, <laughs> echo, I echo that. Brett. I echo, gosh, <laughs> Oh man. I mean, that, that is the most token that. evangelical yeah. American. thing I could say, that. Dude,
1: I do pray. <laughs> I'm just saying, but not I think it it's was like maybe, not all the time that you have to The yeah. last
2: time I heard that was like two years ago and four years ago. Someone said cold. I echo that. I, I echo that. Yeah. And I've I was never and heard I you say that's awesome. I literally cringe <laughs> start so saying like, that from now on. I echo that. I almost the like, Arthur called fist? somebody out. Yeah. You know you know like the cartoon with <laughs> yeah. yeah. the meme like, with the
0: Arthur fist right there? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was shaking in my boots. Awesome. Uh yeah. Um yeah, I just think that like uh, uh, the one thing I keep thinking about is the freedom that we have in Christ. Mm. Um, I'm trying to connect that with like this whole free will thing because my mind is still hmm. still so uh, bent on it just being the idea of being able to make any choice you want, you know, type oh. of thing. And mm. um, I'm just trying to disconnect myself from that and and understand because. Uh, well, Paul was saying, you know, just, you're, you're no longer a slave to sin, but a slave to righteousness. Yeah. Mm. And uh, um, I, I, th- I think I'm trying to get behind the idea of being a slave to righteousness. Like, what does that even mean? How do you, how do you explain that? Like, you're just so devoted to, because God saved me and he loves you, like, you're, you're so devoted to, uh, to doing His will. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, w- which would be righteousness,
0: yeah.
2: So, I guess
1: that's what I would I'm kind say. Of so, asking. I think it's like it's H- it's kind of like even like out? what like yeah, even Jesus that. saying like well, you know what what a man puts in his mouth doesn't defile him; it's what comes out of the heart that that defiles you know mm-hmm. him. Um, I think it's the same thing of just living when you're living righteously. It's what am I constantly building my hope on what am I constantly filling my 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 heart and my mind with Mm -hmm. is it God's word and is it is it God like is Jesus like I don't mean to pull this from Piper or anything but it's like is Jesus my treasure yeah like is Jesus my treasure and out of that like then I should then live from that Mm -hmm. you know so then it's important that when we when we live righteously it's not just so much you might have a better definition Jack but it's like as when I'm as I'm working through this also because I think about that too like what does it mean to like live be a slave to righteousness right and mm-hmm. i think it's like giving my will over to god not me giving my will but it's just like submitting myself well, to yeah. be like uh-huh. lord like you know i know i'm a defiled sinful man that needs you you know and i well,
2: because we're like be, because we're still yeah, like, like 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 we're sinners mm-hmm. we still have indwelling we're sin. Sin. yeah we're still indwelling sin you're mm-hmm. you like that's but i you think you have the holy spirit right so. exactly you right. have the power of the holy spirit and uh i think we neglect that because like yeah. um because we have to know that that like uh, we're actively fighting against our sin, and so daily we have to fight. And the way in which we fight most is, you know, being in tune with God, you know, to 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 put on the armor of God, so to say.
1: Um, I would just well, say surrender, says, yeah. surrender to the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, and just um, you well, know. I mean, Philippians does talk about. Um, and you might be able to tell, Jack. I can't remember where, but it's like it does tell us to work our our salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah, mm-hmm. for it's God's work. Mm-hmm. So it's like we are to work that out. So whatever that may look like, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I would say too. Here's how maybe it could play out. So understanding Hebrew really understands what you're trying to say too, Chad. Mm-hmm. Where um, this understanding of slave to righteousness. So we would say that righteousness in Hebrew, and this is maybe what Paul is getting at too, yeah. so righteousness in Hebrew means mish, uh, not mishpat, uh, that's another thing that I'll get into, but it means tzedek. So setek is the Hebrew word for righteousness, or uh, the more literal translation is right relationship. So if Paul's trying to seek out to be a slave of righteousness or ascetic, right relationship, Mm. he has to do that through the ministry of reconciliation, which he says in 2 Corinthians, where he says, From now on, then, we do not know anyone from a worldly perspective, even if we have known Christ from a worldly perspective. Yet now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and see, the new has come." Everything is from God who has reconciled us to himself, that's the church, that's his saved people, to himself through Christ and has given to us, the church, the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, trying to make all things new again, not counting their trespasses against them, and has committed the message of reconciliation to us, the church. Then he says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ since God is making this appeal through us, the church. We plead on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So I think that's what he's trying to get to in what you're saying, where if you're slaves to righteousness, you are a slave to being a a minister of reconciliation or right relationship. And the only thing that's going to happen through that, in order to have right relationship, there must be what we call justice or mishpat in Hebrew. And the only way that justice is going to happen is through the Lord Jesus Mm. taking our place on the cross for our sins, paying for those sins, taking on the wrath of God. That's the reconciliation and that's the right relationship that he's bringing that now we need to bring and proclaim to the world now. So Mm. maybe I think that's bigger 30,000 foot gospel view, but I think that's what he's trying to get into the weeds and when you understand Hebrew and stuff like that, then that's how it kind of plays out. But i like um,
1: your explanation way better.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's why I say, yep, I agree with Jack. That's why I was quiet. That's, no, yeah,
0: that's only because I'm theologian over here. <coughs> yeah, studying them bookies. Yeah, studying bookies. Um,
2: yeah. No, I think it puts it in perspective for sure. Like that's a lot to digest, but like even just like me, like it would take me a lot of time to like sit down yeah. and let's talk about that and figure it out, but like just the gist of that—that that building the relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. you know—is like from what I grab from that is like a pivotal part uh, because if I'm going to be a slave to righteousness, um, you know that means that I'm co- in constant relationship with Him
1: um, and. Are you in prayer eyes. over this? Huh? Are you? I mean, are you in prayer over this? I mean, are you? What do you mean? Are you praying about these things to Christ? Like,
2: No, I'm just talking about it right now. Okay. I mean, like... Uh, well, so what you, it, mean?
1: you said that you've thought about this. Like, what does it mean to live righteously? Like, you know, so it's like, are you praying... Well, it's like,
2: like I think mean, that's guess, I guess what I'm getting at, is that it's like the desire to do His will and not mm-hmm. my own, and that it's a constant battle to do that. Okay. But it's an easier battle if you're in right relationship with Him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're, you're
0: going to be less selfish and exactly. more selfless. So so hey,
2: and I think that it's just like identifying those areas where you're more selfish and not in relationship with Christ and centered on Jesus and And that comes like Jesus yeah and that
0: comes back to that word cetic again right so are you in right relationship with God and then also I think this plays out with your neighbors too Mm -hmm. where you're trying to bring yeah your neighbors your your spouse is your neighbor okay your kids are your neighbors technically closest neighbor yes exactly. And God calls <laughs> calls, and commands you to love her. So, <laughs> um, so for all them husbands that neglecting them wives out there, I'm just throwing down that gauntlet right there. Not just... me. Come on. <laughs> I mean, not you, Chad, but hopefully not you. I mean, I don't right know before what's going on right now. Mean Chad. <laughs> right before we start recording. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> mean, I mean, that we would be that... Vertically, it would come down that setic that right relationship would be us and God that works itself out horizontally with our neighbors. Mm -hmm. Um, just as Jesus is saying, you know, you must love the Lord with you, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. So, um, Mm -hmm. that's kind of that working out. But
2: I was gonna ask you more what you were asking me, I wasn't asking you anything. You just talk, you know so you asked get in me there. a question, I did. Yeah, you were like, uh, "Are like, Oh, I just asked you, if you're just praying about. it. You asked it. me I was praying about. Yeah, it. if you're just if you're uh, praying sh- about- like I, I guess the word the, the answer to that is was like I probably should be praying more about that to figure out like um, how to maybe sanctify that part of my life and apply
1: it. Mm.
2: I don't know. It's just a fresh thought. I think. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, but I just I but, was but just but curious as to, to like
1: if if yeah. that's something because sometimes. We, or I don't want to say we, like I will wrestle with something and then Sarah will always be like, I've been praying about that. I'm like, mm. Hmm, you know what? I really actually haven't been praying about that. Or yeah, I do here and there, but it's like, it's not been something that's been, so I was just curious mm-hmm. if, if you've just been praying about it or not. No, but I mean, I've been talking a lot about way to rely on yourself. Lately. Way to rely on yourself then. Yeah. Must be that free will. <laughs> hmm.
0: There's <laughs> there much freedom in that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, Chad's over here thinking like,
0: he's like in, I, think just we're just, thinking. I think we I think we were just like the United States of America dropping bombs on <laughs> Afghanistan, to, <laughs> <laughs> the Afghanistan of Chad over here, and just like. Truth bomb, truth bomb, truth bomb. But,
1: trying, I would say that's probably um, more of you doing that. Sorry, I was, just, I was I, echoing I, I, it. I was sorry. echoing it. Sorry,
0: <laughs> sorry, yo. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's good. So.
2: What? Just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything else we want to cover within free will? Any like
0: final thoughts? I would just say, um, if you are reformed or reformed-ish, or you like have or you see that the five points of Calvinism are true, just be gracious to other people who don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that sometimes th- that that cage stage will try to bubble up inside of me, and I'll just say, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Get that hand out of the cookie jar. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, just being gracious to people and maybe just asking that question of when they say, Oh, I had the free will to choose God. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Because just asking even, questions. Even by is saying good. that, yeah. you yeah. don't understand free will. Yeah. Because before
2: this, honestly, before this podcast, my idea of free will was different. Yeah. And by hearing the 1689 and reading some verses and reading John Piper, like it kind of formed in my head, like truly what free will is. Mm-hmm. It's not just about self choice, it's about, it's just an understanding of the will of God and. Where we have freedom in Christ, yeah, within the will, yeah. Basically, my goal here, like, with with anything that I like talk about or try to understand, Tim, Pastor Tim, is that. Oh yeah. Oh hey, um. Sorry, (laughs) pressure's on, pastors. Hey, Pastor Tim.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pastors watching. Oh my gosh! I I just (laughs)
2: saw it pop up over there. With anything like that, like, 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 basically, I'm just like, okay, this is a little bit new. Like, we haven't, I, I've never dug this deep. And so, uh-huh. I always, my, my goal is to gather and create a complete thought so that I can understand fully what, what we're talking about and be able to share it with somebody else. So, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that in this one setting, but that's something that, like, I should spend time and pray about. Yeah. And then write down a complete thought of what is free will because i want to be able to share it with someone when they bring up something like you know i chose to accept uh, christ into my christ heart. christ yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting because there's there's a lot of there's a lot going on within that language um, yeah but that's why i said but i think more of what you just said it was like uh, i i chose to let god save me or what, what what was your example it was something to that effect when somebody says you know from a Calvinist perspective, yeah, you know, don't let your cage state come out when, yeah. when when someone says like, you know, I, I would chose just say God.
0: Well, yeah, I would just say I would just ask them questions right. instead of like blowing up on them. I would just yeah. say, what do you think free will means? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, just getting a deeper dive and just being gracious with them in that because mm-hmm. I think I don't think a lot of people, I think a lot of people have like a Pelagian. Semi Pelagian view of free will today than what was said during the reformers when they were talking about that. Can this.
2: you spell that so we can look it up later?
0: Um, Pelagian. P- P- can't spell E-L-A-G. it. P- P- e- you can't spell it. You P- can't use it. P-E-L-G-A-I-N. <laughs> Pelagian. Gangster. Yeah. So, yeah, that dude was. Uh, heretic. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I well, I think something
2: else. You know, to interrupt. No, um, I'm not letting you
1: this time. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I think, I'm I'm th- finish. I, think <laughs> I think Jack, like, I think you were hit, you hit it like right on the head. I think the biggest thing is just asking people questions. Yeah. I mean, really, just ask questions because then you're opening a, just a dialogue. Of how you're asking? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Don't
2: ask over text. Like, right. dude. Yeah. Don't face-to-face yeah. Face conversation. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's actually a really good point.
2: Yeah, because the dude, so many times yeah. the conversation happens on
1: Facebook, on Instagram. Oh, Instagram nobody talks on Instagram, not on no, no. Twitter. We we'll just think know, when text we text me. each other, oh, and you're Twitter. always crying. Oh, <laughs> you're Twitter. always crying. You're always crying over texts where you tell people to calm down. No, but no one's you You're the sound always mad. mad on text. No matter what, I'm not. What. I always, over See, text. My I mad. Exactly. This but is, I put smiley faces in the there problem, so you know. This, this is my so life. I'm the podcast
0: son over here, just watching mom and dad fight. So you'd be quiet over there yeah. <laughs> <Shush>. um, <laughs> I the,
2: the thing that keeps repeating in my head when we talk about this and being gracious and loving is yeah. that we don't want to be noisy gongs. We want to include love and um, be gracious mm-hmm. and uh, not hurt people mm-hmm. because I mean there's no you're just a waste of breath at that point yeah so
0: yeah you do need to have love and and especially uh, you know I have many Arminian friends. Uh-huh. And there is a point of contention whenever we talk about a uh, lot, whenever we talk about the, uh, you know, the predestination factor. It's such a scary you word now. Yeah. You know, that I could throw I, so many people off, but I, I, I would just. I just don't
2: know. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I would just, um, just be gracious because mm-hmm. a lot of them, like, have come around and they said, hey, uh, who would you recommend on this issue or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, When you're solidified in your faith and you understand it um, and you've been through the dirges and depths of that understanding and just seeing uh, a richness in, uh, I would say, monergistic theology, Mm -hmm. you understand the depths of your depravity and you understand how great God is that he would so love me and bestow his love on me to use me. Uh, not only as his instrument, but also love me as his child Mm. to adopt me into his family, uh, to be a part of the church, you know? So I think that really affects me a lot, especially when I take communion. Mm. Uh, Just this huge, overwhelming kind of like wave crashes on me of like how Jesus saves sinners. Um, That I'm, I should be taking the the mantle of I'm the worst mm-hmm. sinner of them all. Not I know all this theology mm-hmm. and I'm trying to just regurgitate it and vomit on all the people because I'm in my cage stage. No, I should have a, a, a posture of gratitude mm-hmm. for what God has done. He's given me a new heart mm-hmm. with new motives, new intentions, a new somewhat will, <laughs> we would say, too. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's an interesting statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Byron? I
1: echo that.
0: Oh <laughs> god. Teed
2: up off. and shanked it. Man, <laughs> like
1: the 49ers a, kicker. Oh please. Who, dude, the Niners hey, totally should have hey, won. Hey, speaking of which, who's that Doc Rivers? He's right trying now. to tee
0: up his dad in the middle of the game. Did you see that? Uh, oh man. Doc Rivers, the the basketball coach right. for the Clippers. Yep. Uh-huh. His son was on the as ro- on the Rockets or something like that. Oh, is so he the one that was throwing the tee? And his son basically told hit told, told the, the ref, ref to yeah. tee up his dad. Yeah, yeah, he was going he was like, give him. Him, him a like, technical, give him a technical. Oh oh my <laughs> that's gonna be an and he, awkward he, and Thanksgiving dinner right oh. there. For and they did. they did, they did. Wow, <laughs> that's funny. <sighs>
2: um, I have one question. Uh, who's gonna have a worse record, the Broncos or Browns? Man.
0: Did the who did the Broncos play? I don't even want to talk week? about Sunday, bro. They did they lose?
2: Here, no, no, no. They might as well have been on a buy. Oh. Um, they lost to the Vikings, but get this: they were leading. Uh, oh, they tw- were like twenty tw- to zero, twenty to zero at the half, and the announcers were like, "Everyone's going to be talking about this. This is huge. The Broncos are coming out of nowhere, and like you know, the Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. It's neck and neck, and this is our opportunity to win and be in the race. And nope." We get plummeted in the second half. but they were right. We're talking about it right now, so I guess they're kind of right. And might text
0: me in the third quarter, "Hey, you watching this?"
2: (laughs) I was like, "Get out
0: of here!" Well, I mean, it could have been worse. Like your one of your top defensive players could have clubbed a guy with his own helmet. I mean, dude, that was ridiculous. (laughs) You want to talk about depravity here? Dude, could you imagine if I would have broke his skull? Like the dude would be in jail. Yeah, he would. he, He would. I mean. It's crazy to think that, and it was funny because on first take on ESPN, Uh Max Kellerman was reading off the rules list, and he said, if you use a helmet against somebody else as a weapon, weapon. it's a 15-yard penalty, and that guy gets ejected from the game. That's from the rule book. Yeah, Mind well you. that originally so, that originally
1: started back I think when it was the Oakland Raiders. Um can't remember the guy from the probably, 80s or 70s. Probably Bill Clemenski. No, that <laughs> that dude no. This is before before him. Um I can't John Madden? Nope. I'll, I'll tell you guys later. Um I think Madden was actually coaching at the time. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh big dude and he always took he took steroids and he was like the one the big guy that wow, he takes steroids. Yeah, yeah, he it's takes steroids. Man. No, it was not. When no, did he no, play? In the 80s, he takes his helmet off. And he starts using it as a weapon, all roided out and stuff. And then they made that, like, a rule. Like, you cannot oh take off goodness. your helmet and, and, like, start swinging it around well, that's and use what, it as I, a weapon. I remember
2: as a kid, like, you know, you'd be in trouble if you took your helmet off on the field. Yeah, they still like, have that rule. They right. still
1: have that rule. Right. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I would say so, using it as a weapon? The uh, Yeah. <laughs> so like the crazy. Browns, I would say, I mean, they play the Dolphins. If they lose to the Dolphins, it's going to be some dire straits at yeah. that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then Landry's then, gonna
1: go back to the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean <laughs>
0: he could. I mean, what's his name from uh, from the Chargers? Guess just got traded over there or the Rams? He used to play mm-hmm. Talib. Oh yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talib, yeah. yeah. He plays right. for the Dolphins now. He left the Rams. Oh, my yeah. yeah, Rams go. Yeah. To him, yeah. Him over down
1: well,
2: there. he's a he's a diva for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so. If yep. the Browns lose to the Dolphins, that's going to be dire straits. If they lose the Steelers again, that's going to be super dire straits. Mm-hmm. If they lose to the, the Bengals, Bengals that is be. <laughs> going to be the dirge. The like the absolute. I don't the remember absolute... the Broncos' schedule
2: at this point, by it, but by knowing that, I'm going to say the Browns end the year with a better schedule than the Broncos. I
0: would say the Browns might end the year eight and eight. Wow.
2: Yeah. See, that's good. Might end you it eight. You think the Browns are going to be eight and eight?
0: possibly possibly yes I, I think we're
2: gonna be four and twelve we win one more game That's i it. think
0: we have a good chance to beat the Bengals and then twice and then, I twice also, and then yeah. get a couple games because i think what are we four yeah. and six right now
1: yeah because you guys yeah. just won you
0: yeah. so if we get if we win four more games i mean i'd be happy if we won four more games but mm-hmm. i don't know that could be rolling the dice too much there but freddie kitchens ain't no coach that we need like seriously, he can be the quarterbacks coach. I would rather have our defensive Wait, coordinator as our you
1: coach. I'm right confused. You were you were all hyped on Kitchens. no 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 yeah he was dude no, yes he was no, ten weeks ago no, oh, you were on that train Yep. ten weeks ago bro 10 weeks ten weeks ago I was ten weeks ago we lost
0: to the lost the Tennessee Titans at home and I'm like yeah this ain't the dude so well the last
1: 17 haven't been the dude either so that kind of sucks Yeah,
0: well. Since mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. So <laughs>
2: I'm just wondering when they're gonna fire Elway.
0: Because
2: mm. the dude's gone through I think 20 we, I, quarterbacks. I think our
0: I think our team just needs new owners. I think our ownership yeah. is in the tank right now. So yeah. anyway, yeah. yeah. So there's rumor that Peyton
2: Manning would take over John Elway's job.
0: Okay. Yeah, that would okay. be awesome. interesting.
2: He's trying to do that but anyways interesting he wants to get into that or he, i know he's not going to coach but he definitely want to be in that seat. GM. yeah mm. interesting but that might
1: be interesting interesting hmm. i echo that <laughs> and um, and i would say that the seahawks might take the west in a west i don't know jeff bezos trying to get on that train dude, yeah, jeff bezos, bezos trying to, to make that hard
0: up. line <laughs> punch I think, by the team. But. I think that the uh, Hope not. It, no is, is I it the last. Or the, I
2: think it's the second to last game. 49ers, Seahawks in Seattle, yep. right? Yeah. I think that game is going to decide. Yep. Obviously, I agree. I agree. Take it. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree with you. It's going to be a huge game, dude.
1: The fact that the Cardinals, which are horrible, almost beat them, yeah. is pretty crazy.
2: But it's just like, you know, when, you know, teams that are rivals get together, they always rise to the occasion. Yeah, of course.
1: Well, the the Seahawks, I mean, they struggle for years against the Rams. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, it's a constant struggle. Like, they could blow out every team. I'm not saying they do, but I'm just saying, like, and then they face the Rams, and the Rams could be the worst team in the NFL, and they will just struggle against them just all the time. Yeah. So, it's just, yeah, like you said, they just rise up to that occasion to where it's just, Yep. you know. And then Russell Wilson will probably be the MVP. I hope so. He deserves it. I mean, who's playing better ball than he is? No one. Jackson's not. I'm sorry. I know people like on this Lamar Jackson train stuff, but he's not playing better than Russell. Yeah. Ain't nobody playing better than Russell. No. So, and I'm not trying to say it just because it's Seahawks. Like, literally, like, who's playing Mm -hmm. better than Russell? Nobody. Right. So.
2: well, let's wrap up the podcast. Yeah. Um, again, we love you, the listeners, uh, the few peeps that we got here. Hey, there's two more. Who is that?
0: Two people. Who is it? It's ten twenty-five uh, right now. I think it is Chad's wife. It's Chad and somebody and me. else. <laughs> it's me and Chad. Like, it says me. It could be me. It could be me and too. Chad. So, <laughs> or me and Janelle. It could be. It could be just oh. you and I, Byron. Oh, right geez. now. So,
1: yeah. We're... Well, I love myself. I just want to say hi. Shout out to you. <laughs> hey, Jack. What's up, man? But we appreciate you guys, the listeners. Um,
2: go ahead and uh, hit us up on patreon.com slash brothers of ash. That's where you can support us and check out all of our content. We put things there first and then, you know, I, like I said in podcast. we are pretty at lively on Instagram and now Facebook is gaining some traction. So we just follow the crowd. So let us know where you're at and we'll start following you there. Yep. Get more stuff there. Yep. But anyways, I don't know what that means. Oh,
1: also, also, because we briefly talked about it, Uh, look for a giveaway that we're going to do soon. Yeah. And uh, hey, I think hey, that hey. what we're going to do is we're going we to put, put it on we're one, s- one social media yeah. platform and just what like, we're going to do is we're also going to make sure that you listen to the podcast. We're going to nah. put a secret word in there. Oh, about some the Easter eggs. We talk, yeah. We'll some Easter and eggs? you have to answer it in <laughs> order for you. So we know that you listen to it. So only
2: the top, so the two top three fans, lessons so the two three
1: the three lesson listeners so my wife I think your wife yeah so Chate. we're just re-gifting stuff Chate. to ourselves yes yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this might as well it's, just be like a it's white elephant white exchange elephant, right? <laughs> wow <laughs> anyways all right but anyways yeah so uh, we're gonna do good. a giveaway soon
2: yeah so hit us up on Patreon um, that's where you can get all of our content and support us uh, but also jump on to iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, We appreciate you guys, and and it was a lot of fun tonight.
0: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
2: Cool. We'll talk again soon. All right.
1: Later. Peace. Peace.